It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. Hola, amigos. It is another week. December 13th, and for the first time in Burnt Five weeks, we can say Happy Saints Victory Monday. How about that, huh? I did the old Les Miles clap, by the way, too. Missed that clap. 800-998-1003 is the number to call, buddy. We'll take your phone calls, and we will discuss the Saints getting a win here in week number 14 of the NFL season. Hard to believe. Uh, we're dwindling down. Four games remain for the Hudats. We'll take a look at, of course, the playoff picture. As we said last week with Ralph Marber, who joined us on Wednesday, it was going to be either, wow, you lost to the Jets or still alive in the playoff hunt. We'll look at the NFC South here as well. The rest of the week in the NFL, got a Monday night game we can touch on here as well. Well, for El Esparza, we'll go over the wins and losses yesterday and also uh <clears throat> who's he like tonight, if you know what I mean. Marlon Favorite, 215. And... We'll discuss, obviously, all of the different aspects of that game yesterday. It is very nice to get a victory for sure. And then if you're a Pels fan, we'll, you know, we got some things to discuss. Got some things to discuss. As the team will play Oklahoma City on Wednesday. But before then, we got some things to discuss. To get the win against the Pistons Friday night, 109-93. Looked uh, better than, well, the team with the worst record in the NBA. But it looked good. It was a nice win. Then over the weekend, unfortunately, some news. And I honestly don't know if it's news that you probably didn't expect at some point. Two days ago, Pelicans releasing the following. The New Orleans Pelicans released the following medical update on Zion Williamson. Quote, after experiencing persistent soreness in his right foot, Zion Williamson underwent medical imaging, which showed a regression in the bone healing of his fifth metatarsal. As a result, the volume and intensity of his training will be reduced for an extended period to help allow for further bone healing. Additional updates will be provided as warranted. There's no timetable. Indefinitely, essentially, is what you look at it from that perspective. Look, we've been discussing the last several weeks, especially the week that Willie Green came out and said, hey, look, we're going to have to slow it down there. There's soreness there. And then we said, are we looking and reading into things that, that say he's dealing with that in other things? And I didn't know if that was just coach speak, you know, other things, or we thought it was just soreness and other things. And then, you know, at some point you have to go re-image the, uh, you know, take a little picture or two uh, and see what's going on. Why is there soreness? Why is it not healing? What have you. So that's one aspect of it, because as I said, you're at the time, 7-20. and 20. You would have to win a lot of games in between losing a game, then going on another win streak to try to get the 500. You're 8-21 and 21 after two games played. You won one, lost one. That's... That's not going to get you to 500. Sooner rather than later. Sooner rather than later if you want to get into the playoffs. 
More importantly, as we discussed last week, if you're looking at, okay, how am I going to proceed moving forward in this season? And if you're holding out or waiting for Zion to heal now at this point, and it's December 13th, that you don't absolutely put him out there unless he's 100%. That's going to be a bit. I said it yesterday, or last week, feels like yesterday, asking it to several of our guests. Is there a timetable? Like, what date? A part of the year? When would you, if he's not healthy, then say, shut it down? And I understand you want him to have minutes with this core, the perception, you know, the presumed starting five to see how they fit together, work together, so you can, again, Competing in the playoffs, being one of the better teams, I don't know if that's realistically there. I'm just being a realist. Again, you're eight and twenty-one. You have to do a lot of seven and three, eight and two stretches in ten games to try to get the five hundred. That's gonna be hard to do. So that's that's an issue, right? And you know how I felt about this right now. If you go to uh, several different sites, Tankathon being one, and, and I mean by that, that's the name of the site. It just updates you the current, if the season ended today, you know, where you pick in the Saints, uh, in the Saints. The Pelicans have the third best chance, but the third worst record right now. So we're picking three. You don't want to be a lottery team. The whole goal was to not be a lottery team this year. I'm just telling you where you are December 13th. Telling you where you are. If you are having issue getting him to recover from something that took place in the summer, and it's December, huh? I, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take. So I'm probably already thinking I need to make sure completely, and that my mind already is thinking of the possibility that we're not going to see him this year. Now, is it two weeks, three weeks, a month? We'll see in January. He can come back for the... You know, NBA All-Star break. Give you a good month and a half left. Is that worth it? Is it not? I, it, look, again, you're not trying to tank. You don't want to tank. I legitimately looking at this from two perspectives. A, right now you're, you're giving it your best effort with what you have on the court. Is it going to be that much of a difference? I've been asking that. If Zion comes in right now, is this team... Eight and two and ten game stretches? Is this game that much better? This team that much better if he gets onto the court? I don't know. I don't think anybody can really answer that. You can hope for that. So that's one aspect of it. Why is it taking so long? What happened? What's the issue? Why is there seem to be with him an issue with that? So that's one aspect we can discuss, right? The medical update indefinitely scaling down. On December 13th, as we speak this start this week on a Monday, we can talk about that. We can also talk about a lot of some of the reports that came out over the weekend. Jake Madison is going to join us this weekend um, at 1230. And this weekend, let's go back and forth with some people on Twitter. And Jake tweeted, and it's been picked up. And again, it's not just his report. It's a couple of other reports, too. That... Zion perhaps skipped some rehab workouts. Apparently he's mentioned that in a couple of his podcasts as well. But also mentioned him falling asleep during film session last week. There's also another report about his eating habits. 
in that report and mentions that he eats a whole pizza and chases it down with a sugary drink. Again, I don't know if it's tied into the reports or or the news of this weekend. I don't know if it's the organization going, it's not just us. I don't know if it's him not trying to get healthy. I don't know if it's, look, he's a big guy. We can all eat a, I could eat probably a large pizza. Now, again, in context of him, is it, was he tired? He fell asleep. Does he always fall asleep? We're going to talk to Jake about that. But I'm just telling you, in the last 48 hours since Saturday when that news has dropped, I'm just, as a Pels fan, this is what you've been given to consume. No one knows when he's coming back. The foot is not healing properly. And there's reports that perhaps he hasn't taken the rehab as serious as he should. The eating habits are still an issue. And perhaps there's a maturity issue if you're falling asleep in film session. But Gus, he's not playing. I understand it. As Jake tweeted, though, you're professionally being paid for that. Part of your job is to attend the facility. Part of your job is to go there. Part of your job is when injured to rehab. I don't know those facts. I, I don't know. I'm just telling you that's what Pels fans have been given the last 48 hours to do that. There's basketball as well that we can talk to him about. And that is something that Will Guillory, Scott Kushner, Andrew Lopez, Ali Costell, Jake Madison, all the people that cover the Pels we have on the show consistently have also harped on as well. And that's the guard position plays being it's it's once again inconsistent. Not what you sort of needed to. So that's, again, something to think about as we move forward. So that's on the table, Pels fans. When you hear the news of Zion's medical update and now the other reports that go with it, how do you honestly feel? I'll take your phone calls on that. Also, as we mentioned, the Saints winning 30-9. to That is solid in terms of it's a win. I mean... Wasn't exactly the best football game I've ever watched, but it is. Look, it just is what it is right now. And it's where you are, right? It's where you are. And where you are is you got to win. You snapped a five-game losing streak. That's the most important thing that you need right now. Because, of course, you can't uh, be in the playoff hunt. If you don't get victories, head coach Sean Payton had this to say on the victory yesterday. It'd help if I plugged it in, right? Here you go. And now it's not working. I'll get to that here in a quick second. Um, But yeah, essentially, you got kind of what you thought you would get with Sean Payton going to a lot of Alvin Kamara workload. You'll hear from him here in a quick sec as to what he thinks uh, it was okay with or not, and he was. 27 carries, a couple of catches here as well. Here's Coach. Obviously, it was a good team win. Um, you know, we did, a, we did a lot of things well situationally. We played really good team defense, um, ran the ball effectively, made enough plays on offense in the kicking game. I thought we did a good job uh, protecting the field position, uh, especially – earlier in the game with a little bit of that wind going uh, in the one direction. So, 
And one of the things that you heard from Kamara after the game yesterday was that he was just happy, honestly, to get back out there and and help again. I feel good. I'm back. I'm back healthy. So, I mean, uh, I mean, I think that was the most important thing, just being able to get get healthy and, and get well, so I can help the team the best I could. So, like you said, I, felt, I mean, I felt comfortable. I felt good. Um, old line played well. I think we played well all around as a team. Um, I think it was a lot of energy out there, and we came out with the win. Yeah, and again, you can just absolutely see the difference, right? From the cut he had that went into the touchdown to you name it, the amount of stuff that he can obviously do is a big, big difference. We'll talk about Taysom Hill's performance here as well. But again, even he saw the addition and the stuff that happened on Sunday as a big help. Yeah, I mean, I I think statistically, obviously, the the numbers speak for themselves. But, man, just having his presence on the field and having the ability to hand him the ball and all that stuff, like, man, he he just does so much for this team. Um, Just being there, he's a great leader. He's, you know, an emotional guy, plays with a lot of emotion. So there's so many things intangibly that that he brings as well that the stats don't – don't quantify but you know statistically they they obviously speak for themselves as well indeed we'll hear a lot more from Taysom Hill from Alvin Kamara from Demario Davis from Quan Alexander from head coach Sean Payton here as well you know we like to do our question of the day's real simple on Mondays game balls pat on the back who has to have a seat next to coach as well were there any look bottom line you got to win 30 to 9 it's been a while since we've been able to talk about a Saints victory so let's chat about that Pels fans I'm here for you um, the, the doctor is in sort of like Lucy in peanuts, right? Um, and I won't even charge you a nickel. It's absolutely free. If you need to get anything off your chest, how do you feel? As I said, I, I legitimately think that I, I don't know if it's that unexpected to be honest with you. I, I don't know that it's that unexpected. I almost feel like Pell's fans have expected to hear shut down or out indefinitely or see you next season or a not good update compared to a good update. I don't know. So we can discuss all of that on the table here as well. Jake Madison will join us at 1230. We'll discuss what he's been able to ascertain and know. And where do we go from here? Are we headed for a divorce or not? I don't know. We'll ask him about it. Rafael Esparza, 115. Marlon Favorite, 215. And your phone calls the rest of the way is here. Don't want to have a lot of guests today. want to hear from you, Saints fans, finally. We have a victory. Hey, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is coming soon to Louisiana, and it won't be long, hopefully, until you can bet on all of your favorite sports from the comfort of your home, your couch, your car. If you're not driving, I want you to pay attention, okay? But to celebrate DraftKings Sportsbook's giving customers $100 in free bets, all you have to do is sign up before it goes live. That's the key. So it's simple. DraftKings Sportsbook, that's the app. Download it. Use the code LaRose. And you get $100 in free bets just for signing up today. And more importantly, no deposits required. So the code LaRose, L-A-R-O-S-E. The app is DraftKings Sportsbook. Okay, do that. And away you go. You'll have 100 bucks waiting for you after you sign up. Open segment next. We'll hear from Saints players and take your phone calls. Jake Madison, bottom of the hour. It's the sports hangar. You're home for Pelicans basketball. ESPN New Orleans. Get holiday ready at Calvin Braxton Ford and see their impressive selection of new and pre-owned cars 
trucks, SUVs, and crossovers. Get 0% for 60 months and 1.9% for 72 months on select models. Calvin Braxton Ford is now offering gas-only oil changes for $39.95, up to 5 quarts. Stop on in at Calvin Braxton Ford's year-end sales event. 5878 Highway 1 in Lockport. Happy Holidays! On August 29th, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same. At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery. If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985-446-3333. I'm Matt Ori, And I'm David Ardwin. And we are the AMO Advantage. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse, 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. Welcome back. We've missed you. We know it's been tough. Because rebuilding your business isn't for the faint of heart. Your business needs a jump start. And we're here to help. Introducing Surge, symmetrical speed fiber internet for retail business. Revved up data speeds at 30% off, plus three months free. We're glad you're back. And we're here to make your business surge. Etel Business. Offer valid on three-year contract for two or more business services. performance a day. Let's get this show on the road, eh? Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Hill trying to do it himself. Gets to the edge and he's got a touchdown. There it is. Taysom Hill's first of two touchdowns. The second one, a bit controversial, apparently. A bit controversial. People wanted him to slide. He says he should have slid. I'm like, you've lost five straight score. I could care less, really. I mean, if, if you're that bothered by it, I guess some people are saying he should have slid. I, I don't know. Again, you've lost five straight. You you want to score, score. Normally, you don't do that if you're really running up the score. It's a minute something left. Or if it's a situation where a fumble. I don't know. It's nothing but open field. What do you want him to do? I, I don't have a problem with it. That is literally just me, I guess. Some people are bent out of shape over it. I don't know. Here, uh, quickly, Taysom Hill, though, being able to snap the losing streak. And then we'll go to Lee. It, this has been a, been a tough stretch for this team. And this is, it, it's been a foreign thing having, losing so many games. And um, I think we, we've had great leadership that have really just, you know, kept, kept our heads down. And we got to stay the course and, um, you know we're we're going to start winning football games, and that's what we did. And uh, so it, it's it's nice to get this win. Eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. Lee, what you got for us today, sir? Hey, Gus, man, happy Monday. Look, it's always better when the Saints win. I don't Absolutely. care who they beat; it's just better when they win. When they win. And um, I thought about him when he was running. I said, "Go ahead on slide at the five, man. The game is over." 
But he went on ahead and scored. So I was like, there's no way. That's three touchdowns, three touchdown lead. There's no way they're going to come back and score three touchdowns in a minute or something. So <laughs> I was cool with it. I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was, it's not running up the score. I mean, you know, it's football. You know, mm-hmm. my thing is, he's got wide open grass. I mean, come on, man. Go ahead and get the touchdown. I was happy about it. You know, um, the bottom line is the Saints can't lose any more games. They have to run the table because the two wild cards, one of the wild card teams only have four losses, all right, and the other one only has six. Mm-hmm. They, they, so they're pretty much buying for one spot. So they got to run the table, and they're going to need a little help in the process. But I figure if they run the table, they could, they could eliminate all the, everybody else that's in the hunt with them, like the Falcons and, and the Panthers. Well, no, the Panthers lost, so now it's just the Falcons, you know. And so I'm just thinking, just go ahead on it and went out, and then you, you can probably get that last spot. Okay. You know, you're going to be on the road for the playoffs, which is fine with me because we, we we play like we play like garbage in the dome. To be honest, we 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 better on the road. Feel like we win more games on the road. I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't looked at it, but it seems like we got more road wins than we do home wins at this point. So I'm good with that. If we can get in the playoffs, we get in there, man. You just never know. What it happened? You just got to win three games. You know, you got to win three games and get in the Super Bowl. So, I mean, that's the way I'm looking at it at this point. If they, they either do it or they don't, right now you got to run. You can't lose. You, you got to beat, got to bow up and beat the Bucks again. Beat them next week and, and just hey, just let it go. Just, there's nothing to lose at this point. Right. You can't lose any more games. You got to let it hang out. As far as Zion goes, I already told you how I feel about him, but I'm a reiterate. See. Dave Griffin needs to be on the phone right now with anybody who's willing to uh, inquire about Zion and want and want to trade some assets for him because I'd rather get some fun right now than wait to try to resign him. Here, here's I, the thing, Lee, and, and I know you're not the first and you're not the last, and already mostly this morning I've kind of had a lot of those discussions. And when people read those reports or you know heard the team announce Saturday that you know he's regressed. And then you read the reports of eating a pizza by the, you know, by the pie, washing it down with sugary soft drinks and skipping rehab assignments, falling asleep in film. That's the first thing I think a logical person's probably going to feel that way and say, that's it. Trade them, do all those things. But Lee, I'm going to ask you this right now. What's his uh-huh. value? What's his value? What are you getting out of him right now? If you wanted to go that way, and I'm not even saying you should. I'm just saying I'm looking at it from the trade perspective. Okay, I still think obviously you want to make this marriage work. I mean he's he's your number one he's he's your number one overall pick. You're hoping that it can get better, but regardless, you almost need it to sort of do that to get more value if that's where you eventually want to go. You understand what I'm saying? Because right now, Lee, I'm the Pels. You're another team. What are you giving me for him? Oh, I want I want your next I want your next you can do I want your next three first rounders. You can protect two of them, but I want one straight no, no, no. up. You, you, and you're, I missing, want, you're missing and what I I'm saying. You're, you're missing what I'm saying. You're, you're telling me what the Pels want. I'm saying okay. you're another team in the NBA, not the Pelicans. What would you be willing to give me for Zion Williamson right now? What would I be willing to give? Mm-hmm. Oh, you asking me what I'm requesting or what I'm willing to give? You're you're the no, Sixers. You, you, you're you're the Knicks. You're the T Wolves. 
you hear through the grapevine, I'm I'm listening. What would you be willing to give to a player that hasn't been healthy, reportedly may have some issues in maturity or, again, look, you're going to be banking on he's going to be different with me, right? I mean, that's why you're even calling. You're banking that I can unlock that potential. I'm banking he'll be healthy with me. I'm banking uh, he won't have weight issues. I'm banking that he's going to be the player that we all think he could have been or be, right? That said, right. That said, you're a smart businessman, Lee, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Okay, so when I tell you what you just told me, I want three first-round picks. Or I want, what are you willing to give me right now, though? If you're the T-Wolves or Knicks or Lakers or something, what would you give me? Oh, if I, oh, in a heartbeat, I'm giving I'm giving up my first rounder. I'm yeah, gonna, one. If I could protect two of the three, I okay. could protect two of okay, the three but, and give up one. Okay, but that's one. That's my point that I'm trying to get at right now. What is his trade value right now? Especially when you Not know, especially when you know, Lee, you can't think, you can't forget this. I know the Pels before the season, right? This summer was going to be the summer you were going to extend or ask him to sign the extension, right? The rookie extension. No one's ever turned it down. Then you know you got him locked up for the next four or five years and all that, right? But uh-huh. if I'm another team and then I'm sitting there, I might be willing to wait. What if he doesn't want to sign it? What if the Pelicans are a little leery of signing him to a max extension when I don't know that much about him right now and I'm having issues? I What I'm saying is it's easy to immediately get, I guess, frustrated and say, just trade the guy. And I'm like, okay, but what would you get for him? Because if I'm another team right now, I'm, I'm, I'm putting my feet on a desk instead of I'm nervous working the phone. Does that make sense? Because right now right. the Pels are not a position of – you know, I can get whatever I can. It's almost like the Sixers at Simmons right now, to be honest with you. I got you. I, I, you understand I what I'm you. saying, well, Lee? I need him to be yeah. healthy. I need him to play well. And then when all of that happens, I just beg him and ask him, hey, can you just please let me know if you're signing extension on then we can work something out. But right now, I have an unhealthy player. I have reports that he's not mature in certain areas, like rehab and, you know, falling asleep. Um... And 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 then again, I have a history now of three years, and he hasn't played. So if I'm yeah. another team, I mean, I'm I'm going I'm almost going to laugh at you if you call me and tell me you want, you know, the the world because I'll be like, based point, on what? Point taken. Point taken. Yeah. So that being said, I'm going to Zion. And say, look, okay, I'm saying you're not happy in New Orleans. It's obvious to me you're not happy here because yeah, because of your behavior, your attitude. Now help me help. You. I need you to get well. I need you to go, go out there and ball out, and I can get, I can move you. I can move you to a team you want to probably go to. It's the Knicks, but the Knicks is not going to give me a hill of beans for you like you are right now. Right. I'm going. We're having that tough talk. We, we're having that closed door meeting. He, him, 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 his agent, and David Griffin. We're having that meeting, and like, look, I need you to get help. I need you to get on the court. I need you to start. Doing, doing, doing what you do best. Score in the paint. Give me 20, 25, 28 a game, okay? And I'll let, I'll get on the phone with the Knicks and let him know. Hey, look, Zion's healthy, ready to go. He want to play with you guys. <laughs> so what are you prepared to give me for him? Yeah. But, but I see what you're saying, Gus. He has to get on the court and show, show the NBA that he's healthy and ready to go. 
So, yeah, I'm at this point, I'm like, hey, man, help me help you. Because at this point right now, you're going to do your rookie deal, you're going to finish out your rookie deal, then you're going to mm-hmm. be a free agent somewhere. We're not, we're not bringing you back because we already know you have, you're not happy and you have the propensity to do this and not care about your body or whatever it is. Um, we're not going to bring you back. So you get, to, you get a chance to go wherever you want to go. But I'm telling you, as, as me caring about you, Zion the player, Zion the man, you need to get yourself in shape and get on the court and show and put, put together some more tape because right now you don't have enough tape. You've been hurt more than you've been healthy. You right. barely played a full NBA season in three right. years. Right. Right. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, I, I, and I understand immediate frustration from fans like, you know what, let's just move on and let's do those different things. Um, how much of that is just miscommunication, frustration of losing, frustration of communicating with, you know, David Griffin, who, let's be honest, I think a lot of Saints, I mean, a lot of Pelicans fans probably feel a certain way that it hasn't all worked out. Whose fault is this? Is this really a fault thing? Like, was this. There's just a lot of I don't knows. Like, was this injury mismanaged? Did he put in the work for rehab? Is this just, hey, where it is, it's hard to heal. I, I don't know. Was it he got regressed because he was pushing himself too hard or pushing himself to get back on a court because he does care? I, there's just a lot of you don't know. Yeah. And the problem is this, though, Lee, that I think is a very fair statement. The way it's been handled publicly by the team or even him, because I said this, right? You have 15 different via ways of social media and stuff that you can, you know, be open or uh, say stuff. Dane Lillard grabbed the microphone on Friday during NBA Live and addressed the, I'm not happy with everybody. Like, he grabbed the microphone from the ESPN reporter who was doing a live hit and then, and literally said, me and Chauncey, we get along with it. Be, remember earlier that Friday morning was, he, you know, he, he's not happy with Chauncey. He may not want to be there. And on live TV, on ESPN during NBA Live, he goes, look, I want to stay here. I want the extension because I don't want to leave. The... You can address it. You can address it. So the problem that you've had is player and organization, whatever they say or lack of saying, I think fans just don't trust right now. And I think that's, that's, a, right. that's a very real thing. You know, whether it was intentional yeah, or not, whether it was intentional or Gus. not. Gus, I mean, you're a great media guy. You've been in the, you're a local media guy. We all love you and everything. We know if the Pelicans got anything, any of the players got anything they want to put out at all. No. Gus, I'm sure they got, they, they have your, uh, you probably don't have a Blackberry, but they have your Blackberry. They, <laughs> hell, they Black can call Berry. us. They can call ESPN. <laughs> they can call us right now. And you yeah. can put me off the phone. And put Zion on the phone right now, and well, he can hey, tell you. Hey, you bring up a good tell, point, Lee. I, I got to hit the break because I want to bring in Jake Madison. But you bring up a good point. I'm just being honest with you. How often have you really seen him outside of a game day be made available to any and everything, you know, as well? I mean, they, they've handled it very strictly in a certain manner that I think makes it very difficult. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I don't, Thank you, Lee. I don't trust it. All right, good. Appreciate it, bud. Uh, Sports Hangover continues next. Jake Madison on this next on ESPN New Orleans. Home health services in South Lafouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health. For the sick, the elderly, and the homebound. 
Our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 632-6900 for more information. When others treat your fries as an afterthought, all you're left with are cold, soggy fries. That's why Wendy's new fries are ones you won't forget. Guaranteed to be hot and crispy or we'll replace them. We're talking natural cut skin on fries, perfectly seasoned with a hint of sea salt. In fact, they're even preferred almost two to one over McDonald's. These are fries so hot and crispy, they beg a new question. What would you like with your fries? Trying them today, only at Wendy's. At participating U.S. Wendy's, taste preference based on a national taste test by an independent research company. 5G is here, but the big carriers want you to sign a pricey long-term contract to get in on the action. Well, no more, because Straight Talk Wireless has rolled out 5G coverage nationwide. With plans starting at just $35 a month with no contract. And get a Samsung Galaxy A32 5G for only $299. All on America's best networks. 5G coverage, 5G phones, less money. Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. 5G capable device required, actual availability, coverage, and speed may vary. Louisiana broadcasters are looking for the best of the best, announcing the 2022 LAB Broadcast Scholarship Program. Two $2,000 scholarships are available to Louisiana broadcasting students to help enhance or put the finishing touches on an education and career in broadcast. Stop by this station, call 1-800-364-7260 or go to www.broadcasters.org. Deadline for entries, January 28, 2022. The Louisiana Association of Broadcasters Scholarship Program. Good for you, good for us, great for Louisiana. Come on, citizen! What are you waiting for? Pick up the phone. We want you to be on the show. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengap. Yeah. They, they knocked us in our heels. Um, a lot of drive kicks, drive kicks, like you said, and, you know, this is what they do. They get in the paint. Uh, they play together. They had 31 assists. Um, once again, we have to start the fourth quarters better. Pels lose to the Spurs last night, 112-97. Normally, that would be the reason I bring in Jake Madison from Locked On Pels to discuss things like Jake, the you know the backcourt play uh, that continues to be a struggle and issue. But yeah, something kind of came down over the weekend that probably is the bigger news. First off, good afternoon, sir. Thank you for your time. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on, Gus. How do we even address this? I don't even know how to address this. <laughs> I guess we start with the known that everybody saw, and that's the announcement Saturday that he's regressed, toes not healing, or whatever part of the foot's not healing. So they're ramping him down indefinitely. We're not going to see him. Just on that, on its surface, how disappointing is that? You know, it, it's definitely disappointing. It's something that I think is a blow to the Pelican season. It's a blow to Pelicans fans who've been waiting to see this superstar out on the court all season long so far. And we've gotten mixed messaging, let's call it, on when his return might be. So to hear there was a setback is certainly demoralizing. But I do want to stress, I don't know if this is necessarily an unexpected development for Zion Williamson. When you look at Kevin Durant, who had a very similar injury to this one, almost the exact same one, he went through multiple setbacks. He actually required another surgery to kind of get things right. This is just one of those injuries that's tricky for an NBA player to try and navigate with as you jump up and down, you know, off of your feet. So it's one of those things that can just happen. It's unfortunate, right? The injury's just not healing as well as we would have liked it to, and it's just an unfortunate situation. 
It's a very good way to put it. Cause I actually said that in the opening segment here as well to Jake is that, you know, is this just what it is with, with that type of injury? And I also said though, I understand where Pels fans can sort of feel this because really since he's gotten here, his availability, the way he's been handled, the way he's discussed, the way the organization and him have sort of handled reports or rumors or just his status has probably led to a sense of, I don't know what to buy or what to believe. Is that a fair statement? Yes, most definitely. I I absolutely think so. You know, we've seen kind of conflicting messages from the team and look, I know a lot of people are, are upset with the organization right now. And, and look, and I am too, from my perspective of everything, and want more transparency and feel kind of owed more, like a deeper dive on what's going on with Zion and the team. That's not something you're ever going to get from an organization, right? You're never going to get that in sports. Even think about how Sean Hayden handles injuries and the way he speaks to the media and how they keep everything so close to the chest. This is billion-dollar industry built around kind of secrecy to an extent. So you're never going to get that. But at the same point, the Pelicans probably shouldn't have flat-out lied about things and then tried to claim they didn't lie, which you heard David Griffin basically do on Media Day. And Zion himself also came out and said he would be there on opening night. It's sometimes better to be a little bit more vague and to dial things back a little bit because I look at this as kind of like a blameless situation, which is something that it's, it's not easy to talk about in sports, right? We want to kind of pin this on one thing. Sometimes just an injury doesn't heal, and that's kind of what this is. And that's why I said it's not necessarily unexpected when you look at these foot injuries in NBA players, but they should probably not have kind of set the expectation that he would have been back by now. And the way they've kind of approached this, you know, directly lying to Pelicans fans, I think, has really upset people. And that's led to, I think, a lot of distrust and negative feelings towards the organization right now. Speaking of Jake Madison, locked on Pels, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I think, so you have that aspect of it there, too. And and then, you know, this weekend, a, a number of different reports, including you uh, on social media, kind of saying, hey, look, th- there might also be a maturity issue that, that comes with this. But what did you have been able to find out? I know you said that you talked about some of this, whether it's how he addressed rehab and meetings, things of that nature, um, to, like, how do you even handle this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, I think this is a thing where there's definitely a, a rift between Zion and the organization, and it comes down to a lack of trust. And this is what I focused the entirety of today's episode of Locked on Pelicans on. So I go for about 30 minutes on this topic today, and I know we don't have that much time here with you and I, but this is a situation where I think Zion has some distrust of the Pelicans organization. And look, if you're him, if you're camp, his camp, and you look at how the Pelicans have gone over his three years, right? Three different head coaches being unable to kind of get that correct. Moves for multiple different centers. Derek favors then a guy like Steven Adams, who was not a good fit. Now maybe you've gotten it right in, in a guy like Valanciunas. One of the worst backcourts in the league right now, right? They just have not been able to put things together around this team and around Zion Williams. And so if you're him or if you're his family, his camp, you're looking at this and going, is this really a good situation for him to be in? And then you add in the fact that he clearly has some distrust from them for how they handled his return to play his rookie year. We never want to hear the word burst again, right? You know, they they kept him out of fourth quarters in close games when he felt he was ready to be out there and playing. And look, whether or not that was the right move for him to kind of save him from himself and think more about the long term of his career than the short term, 
that damaged that relationship. And then when you factor in all the other moves, it's been tough for them to really come back from this. So you've seen Zion maybe not be the type of professional that you would want him to be. Maybe not attacking his rehab in the same way. And he's missed some things before with this organization. You know, he ghosted the team all summer. He was not with the team in OTAs. He didn't go with Brandon Ingram to the NBA Finals when you saw Ingram there. He's kind of built a lot of distance between him and them. And I wonder if it's, he just doesn't trust them. He feels like they don't have the best interest, his best interest at heart. He doesn't really trust the medical staff, and that's leading to him maybe not following the recommended course of action. I kind of get where he's coming from, and if you're in his camp, right, you might feel that same way too, and I get it. But at the same point, Aaron Nelson is one of the best in the league in his rehab multiple careers in the NBA. Right. That's a guy you should probably listen to. So while I understand there's a little bit of distrust there, this is your job. You need to grow up, and you need to go and do it. You know, whether or not you you fully buy into that, that's not an easy thing. It's a complete mess of a situation, in my opinion. But I think that's kind of where things stand right now. I think, Jake, as well, the falling asleep in in film or, you know, things of that nature, too. It's one of the things that you and I discussed at the beginning of the season that you'd agree when when I said – there's certain things I want to see from him moving forward this season, not just in his game, you know, driving with another hand or shooting. Those are basketball things. But I thought it was just as important to sort of start that process of turning into being a leader. And a lot of that is off the court, how you work, how you show your things. I mean, Jake, we are told consistently, not just by the staff, by players about why Herb Jones is having the kind of rookie season he's having, his work ethic, right? I mean, you're seeing Brandon Ingram with his work and also a lot of that change with talking to Willie Green and becoming more mature, more of a leader. It it just doesn't look well if maybe even if it just is one time in film study you're tired. Maybe if it's just one rehab you missed. That just that doesn't look well to, I guess, the rest of his teammates, doesn't it? Correct. You know, it's, it's, so there's a couple of things with this. Yes, he needs to be more of a professional. It's really that simple. The way I kind of look at everything with this organization is Zion and even David Griffin and the rest of the team, they all need to just grow up. They all need to grow up, act like adults, and act like professionals. And it's really, I think, kind of as simple as that. That is not an easy thing to do for a guy in Zion who's 21, but when you're thrust into this spotlight, when you're kind of taking on this big load of trying to carry the team and be the savior, and you're making millions of dollars, it kind of comes with the territory. Being young is not an excuse for not going and doing the type of rehab you need to be doing. Or, you know, there's been lots of questions about his weight, right? You know, not having the right kind of diet. You have enough money to put all of this stuff in place around you to get whatever help it is you might need to be as good of a professional as possible. And it's still an open question, right? Of did his weight somewhat contribute to this injury? I don't have an answer to that because I'm not privy to the medicals, but I don't think it's an, an incorrect thing to necessarily assume at this point when we've seen that this isn't going the direction that it should have. And those are the questions I think around Zion Williamson right now. He's not spoken to the media since media day. That doesn't help things at all either. It's easy to get out in front of this, but it appears he's unwilling to do so. And so what does that kind of say about him trying to handle this adversity? And so I think that's a real big part of the problem. I'm not, I don't think falling asleep in a film session is that big of a deal, right? Particularly when you're not playing. Look, I'm out there watching these games on a nightly basis, almost falling asleep myself. (laughs) You you know, like I, I get it. I don't think that's, 
a big deal. And he's young and there's time to grow. And look, LeBron James wasn't doing this, you know, wasn't a, a consummate professional like he is his first three years in the league. But there's plenty of examples for Zion to follow if he wants to be an all-time great. And he's not on that track right now. And so I think that's somewhat, not a huge concern, but somewhat of a concern. But I wonder if it's, and I said this on the podcast, is this mm-hmm. something just kind of a self-perpetuating cycle, right? He doesn't trust the organization, so he's not going to act like a professional. How do you kind of build that trust back to get him to really buy into what they're trying to do? And I don't know if there's an easy answer to that question. I texted you earlier this morning, and I and I wondered, because I'd been through one. You know, it's like, been through a divorce, <laughs> and I asked you, is this the inevitable? Like, is, is he not going to sign it? Oh, like, can you even think like that? Because right now, is it just as simple as what you just said a few minutes ago? Which, to be honest, I think it could apply through a, a lot of couple counseling. Just grow up, right? I mean, is that just where we are? Or is this inevitably heading to a divorce? You know, I, I think the question is, right, are there irreconcilable differences there here, right? That's the phrase, <laughs> uh, you know, and... I'm not sure. There, there certainly appears to be kind of one of those stalemates, right, where just no one's going to be open to changing. No one's going to really listen to the other side. And because of that, you lose that trust and basically everything withers and dies. And, I, you know, I don't think we're there yet. I'm less optimistic about this than I would have been maybe a couple of months ago or before the start of the season. But this is an uncomfortable situation right now between Zion and the organization, you know, whether that's David Griffin, whether that's the front office, whether that's kind of like everyone as a whole, that's a little bit nebulous, I think, right now. But there's a lack of trust there. And again, how do you build that trust back up or these just straight up irreconcilable differences and there's nothing to be done? I don't think we have an answer to that question yet. There's still a long time to go. He's a restricted free agent after next season. So there's, you know, he's still tied here. He probably doesn't have the kind of leverage to really force his way out should he want to try and do that. So there's time to try and fix things. Jake, as always, appreciate the time and any eventual we'll get into something you did mention, and it's the backcourt that is an issue here as well. There's some there's some positives, obviously, with what Herb's been able to play. Valanciunas on a double-double in the game yesterday. Ingram, 27.7 rebounds, 9 assists. I guess they're just trying to get consistency because my, my main thing, Zion or not, man, you're, you're so far behind being 500. You're essentially to go 7-3, and 8-2 and two in 10-game stretches, huh? You know, they're going to need to if they want to get back into contention, and this is going to be the topic on tomorrow's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Is should the Pelicans start tanking or not, and should they be kind of punting on the season and looking towards the future? Mm-hmm. Jake, we will look forward to it then. Appreciate your time today, sir. Of course. Thanks for having me on, Gus. At Nola Jake's the way to follow Jake Madison over on Twitter, and of course, Locked On Pels is the podcast, and he just teased what's coming on tomorrow. Um it stinks because it, it is, I think, a more of a complicated thing like that. There's frustration, I think, on, on every aspect of it. I think he he hits it best when he says just everybody need to grow up and just do what you need to do because you can help each other from that aspect of it. If you don't want to be here, you can help make that a lot easier transition by getting healthy and by playing. If you don't think that he's somebody that you want to continue to tie yourself with to as an organization for the next five to ten years – if he gets back on the court healthy and plays, it'll make it easier. Um, and there's an element to, like Jake just said, too. It's an injury. We, we we like to think certain things heal a certain way. 
We don't know how things are going to heal certain way. That said, you hope that it is going the way it should and that both sides are attacking it the way it should. There's just a lot of I don't knows right now, and that makes it uncomfortable. When we come back, though, we'll uh, open up the phone lines. If you want to chime in on thoughts of what Jake had to say there, do you think it's a big deal or not on a lot of the different reports? And, you know, again, maybe it's just where it is right now that when you see a report of him not coming back, you know, you see certain reports. But I'm sure Pels fans don't want to see a report about bad eating habits with whole pizzas being consumed and, you know, swallowed down with sugary beverages and stuff. Again, how much of that is just, hey, based off of what, oh, he's not playing now. Could it be this? I don't know if that's fair or not. But either way, it's out there so we can talk about it. Saints 30 to 9 as well. Let's discuss that question of the day. Pattern of back game ball. Who needs to have a seat with the coach? It's the Sports Hangover, hour one on ESPN New Orleans. Happy holidays from Greg LeBlanc Toyota. It's a festive time of year, and you can celebrate with fresh new inventory arriving daily. There's great holiday deals at Greg LeBlanc. Amazing stocking stuffers like keys to the all-new redesigned 2022 Tundra. It may be cold outside, but these holiday deals are red hot and won't last long. Greg LeBlanc Toyota, South Hollywood Road in Homa, or online at GregLeBlancToyota.com. Santa may have the sleigh, but Greg's got the holiday deals. Shop now. Offshore workers are among the most important members of the Gulf Coast workforce. When a person working offshore or on a vessel is injured, the effects on their family can be devastating. At the King Firm, we are proud to have experience with these types of cases and make it a priority to see that our clients receive just compensation and are treated fairly. If you've been injured, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. Ring the King at 504-909-KING or 888-241-8766. The cleanup continues from the recent storms, and we want you to know that nobody can get a metal roof or metal building to you faster than Reed's Metals in Brookhaven. For all your metal building components, Reed's Metals has it all in stock. Roll-up doors, insulation, skylights, purlins, and more. Our metal building frames are American-made steel, all put together by certified welders. Metal buildings and everything you need with quick delivery, too. When you call Reed's Metals in Brookhaven, 601-823-6516 or online at reedsmetals.com. Coco's Mexican Restaurant on Highway 1 in Raceland is open and ready to please you. They have daily lunch specials Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Mouth-watering Mexican food daily with delicious specialty dishes like coconut shrimp tacos, Baja fish tacos, plus try the trio burritos or a carne asada. Coco's Mexican has happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. Delivery service from waiters also available. They're located on Highway 1 in Raceland next to the post office. Coco's. They say that once you give him control, he'll own your brain forever. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Kamara again. Nice cutback inside the 10. Kamara gets in. What a run and a touchdown for Alvin Kamara. Hey, he is. Alvin Kamara, how nice was it to see him back, huh? You think, you think that there is... There's a slight talent difference. Oh, my goodness. Um, That plant man for the touchdown was pretty nice. 
Pretty nice. So nice to see that. Uh, as far as the workload, 27 carries, 120 yards, a TD, four catches, 25 yards. Be back. I'm healthy, so it is what it is. It wasn't, there wasn't, there wasn't a, a notion to me like getting less of a load. It was just whatever, whatever it was going to be. You know what I'm saying? Like I wasn't limited or anything. So that's just how the, the game unfolded. Got a good load. Look, uh, whether it's a golf cart, whether it's teammates carrying him to the, you know, team bus and then airplane, so he's not using his whatever you need to do to make sure he is not using any kind of it. You feed him. I'll do whatever it takes afterwards. Whatever it takes afterwards. He is not even unequivocally. That almost feels like a shortchanging word. It's not even close. He's the best offensive player that they got. Oh, my goodness. So, afterwards, how do you feel in the locker room? Man, it felt, I mean, it felt good. We, we expect to win every week, you know. I mean, obviously, we've been unfortunate um, to have a couple lose, losses in a uh, row. But, I mean, even in the locker room before the game, I mean, it felt – even all week, I mean, we felt like we had a good week of practice. We felt like the energy was there. And, I mean, a couple guys said it. I said it before the game. We're going to win because we're going to have more fun than them. We're going to have more energy than them. And, I mean, we're just going to get it done. So, went out there and got it done. Look, here's the thing that we touched on last week as well. It, you can look at certain games and, and say, oh, they're not bringing the effort. They don't have the energy. Or they didn't take this game serious. I mean, of the five-game losing streak, I thought, to me, the Falcon one was like, well, what are you doing? That, that, that wasn't one where they were really hampered by injury. COVID, you name it. You know, they didn't have Mark Ingram or Camp Jordan yesterday. Ty Montgomery as well on the COVID list. And you still felt that the Saints obviously eyeball and obviously statistically had the better team than the Jets. When you saw them play against the Cowboys or Bills, again, they have better talent when the Saints played them. I understand that Buffalo lost last night. That's one of the best seven and six teams in the NFL. I mean, there's no way you can can tell me they're not, right? They're good. Dallas won 27 to 20, but that receiving core is night and day. They got their starting quarterback. I mean, it's, it's hard to beat teams with what, the Saints were putting out there the last couple of weeks. They got one of their top players back, and boom, you can see the difference there. Now, look, having Chauncey Garner Johnson, a healthy Marcus Davenport yesterday, there's a video of him at left defensive end, absolutely pancaking and driving a Jets offensive lineman 15 yards into the backfield past where the quarterback would take a shotgun snap. So having those players back, Again, it's why the Saints started out with a handful of wins, right? Quan Alexander. It was kind of weird, but, you know, like he said, next man up. You know, um, most of our guys, you know, they, they capable to be starter, starters. So, you know, they came in there, played with energy, played with heart, played with passion, you know, and we got to do And that's, of course, saying that you didn't have Cam Jordan. And even DeMario Davis touched on the fact that, hey, when you don't have him, it, it is a bit different. But the belief that this team had in the locker room, as you heard Alvin Kamara mention it, Hasn't wavered. And we just came together as a team. You know, we started with practice at the beginning of the week. You know, we had a legendary week. You know, all the hard stuff was during the week. And we came out 
on Sunday, you know, got a dub, and we're getting ready for next week. We're ready. Getting CJ back this week, just how much of an energy boost was that? That was huge. Um, you know, we want all our guys out there, you know. Um, you know, we can't wait to get Cam back as well, you know, get, get, get some of our D-line guys back. You know, so we want all our guys out there. We want everybody healthy, and that's when we had our best. Um, you know, it's next man up business. But getting him back, you know, getting any of our guys back is going to always take us to the next level. And it is. And for the the extent, like we've talked about, that Sean Payne has created that culture in the locker room of next man up, of having guys ready that can come in and fill in for you. And look, fill in is a play, a drive, a half, a quarter, a game. The Saints have been asking people to next man up it for multiple games against more talented teams. It's just hard. It's just difficult. But, again, you celebrate it. It's a win. Wasn't pretty. Right? But, Saints did enough. On defense, they held Zach Wilson 19-42. I don't know if that guy's got much help around him as well. You kind of felt for him. And, again, it's one of those things where you will hear or see national reaction to the Jets and, and what they got and everything. And, when you take a look at it, since you're playing them, you you can see um, they, they got some work to do, right? But for the Saints, Demario Davis led the team in tackles with eight, had six solo, a tackle for loss, a pass defense as well. Paulson Adebo was second, six solo tackles, one pass defense. Lattimore with five, so your two top corners were making plays, and Lattimore with two Pass defenses there. Marcus Williams was next with five tackles. Quan JT Gray had four. Malcolm Jenkins, PJ Williams, three. So you had a lot of members of the defense being active and doing those things, plus um, three sacks on the evening or afternoon. Cole Granderson had a sack, and Quan Alexander with two sacks. Again, good to see him kind of getting back into the swing of things and more importantly, when you get pressure in the edges, you saw that today, or you saw that Sunday. You Saw the Saints kind of being able to affect the Jets, to say the least, right? You saw a lot of their offensive linemen kind of on their heels, and it's been a bit. So you take it. It's a win. The next up, though, it will be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and they beat Buffalo in a fun game when you looked at it in the afternoon. One that uh, had to go to overtime there. 33-27, Bucks win it in overtime. Tom Brady, 31-46, 363. Two Dutch, two touchdowns, Leonard Fournette. Absolutely now that that piece to complement his passing game. 19 carries, 113, had a touchdown. Gronk's back. That's going to be a tough game next week. And it will be a Sunday night football game. So 7-20 is when that will take place between the Saints and Buccaneers. And we'll see how that game goes. But 7-20 is how it's going to go. And right now, Vegas not giving the Saints uh, much of a shot. Tampa an 11-point favorite as we open the week right now. That, that's that's a ton. But again, I can't disagree on it. They're averaging 31 points a game. The Saints 23. Saints got the 30 on that late touchdown by uh, Taysom Hill where even he said he should have slid. I don't care. Whatever. I mean, that you lose five games, man. Score. <laughs> I don't care. Hour one in the books. Hour two next on ESPN New Orleans. At 
Advanced Eye Institute and Cutoff as your hometown eye care provider. Dr. Darby Chasson is here to serve the eye care needs of your entire family. Full-service eye medical and vision services are provided in a friendly atmosphere. For the latest in designer frames to advancements in astigmatism and bifocal contact lenses, call Advanced Eye Institute at 985-632-2884 for your appointment today or visit our website at visionsourceadvancedeyecutoff.com. If you're a business owner, it can be tough to hire talent for your team, especially if you're competing with other businesses to find the right people. But ZipRecruiter gives you the edge. Next key marketing manager, Erin Harji, loves ZipRecruiter invite to apply. She says they get my job posting in front of the right people. I instantly see great candidates and I invite them to apply to my job. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B-A-R-T to try ZipRecruiter for free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash BART. Progressive Motorcycle presents Road Wisdom from the Motor. You never really stop riding in your mind. Never, never, never. Unless you're thinking of something else. Like other thoughts. Progressive Motorcycle also presents Roadside Assistance. Progressive Motorcycle for those who were born to ride. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. New Orleans Pelicans basketball is on the air. Cross-court pass to Nikhil, extra pass to Vontae, left wing three. He got it at the buzzer! Ingram in the center circle, driving, he's got a seam. He's going to punch it over Anthony Edwards! Hi, this is Todd Graffinini. Join Daniel Salerson and me as the Pelicans take on the Oklahoma City Thunder. Wednesday at 7 p.m. on ESPN 100.3 New Orleans. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. 